What's going on, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor, the daily show, talking to you guys every single day about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering, and of course, the best format in the world, Modern. I'm Ben Bateman here, sitting with Alex Kessler, my co-host, the founder of the Masters of Modern podcast. This is the official anchor station for the Masters of Modern. We're here to talk to you guys today about Wizards and Modern. What the heck? Why aren't there more Wizards in Modern in the last 10 years that are even remotely good or reference Wizard as like a type? Delver Secrets. <laughs> yeah, but it's like not a wizard in the sense that like it wants you to care that it's a wizard. There's plenty of cards that are wizards. I'm just saying like we used to get wizard cyclers and like Void Mage Prodigy on the timesheet. Before that, you had like Patron Wizard. You had things, and, and they did do a few things in Morningtide, Sage's Dowsing and various things. What about, what about Docent of per- Perfection? That's just the bigger Delver of Secrets. Yeah, but it gives all wizards plus one, uh, plus two, plus one. Does it? Yeah, it makes wizard tokens whenever you cast a spell. On the back side of it. Well, the front side makes the tokens, the back side makes the plus two, plus one, and makes tokens. I didn't realize the wizard plus the anthem thing was the thing. Yeah, You're yeah. right. You waited until we clicked record to tell me this. Five mana spell, though, so it's not like modern playable, but it's sweet. We literally talked about this for five minutes before I clicked record, and that's the first relevant example you could give me in the last ten years. I kept that in my back pocket. <laughs> it's very solid. Very solid move. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. That's... That's relevant. It's not modern relevant. And I. All I'm trying to say is there are so many sweet wizards. Wizards, wizards doesn't focus on classes as a tribal mechanic generally. I mean, we're getting pirates and that's something special, but in general, they focus on their races because those are more iconic and it's also easier to tell from across the board exactly what races things are. So mechanics that, you know, New World Order esque situations allow you to kind of like easily know what a merfolk is, but like. Which merfolk are wizards versus shamans versus warriors versus elf warriors versus elf shamans versus, you know, like, it's hard to know what really makes someone whatever job they have. And especially since wizards is against printing wizards with hats. Really? Yeah, there are no Gandalf hats allowed in the game. That's a thing? I didn't, I didn't know that they couldn't print Gandalf hats in Magic. Yeah, have you seen a pointy hat in Magic? No, I guess I haven't. Yeah, there you go. Pirate hats are kind of close. But they're like three points. There's three points. Okay, well, so we t- I talked a little bit about uh, Siren Storm Tamer, the new wizard pirate siren yesterday. It's like the new flying, you know, uh, curse catcher type thing. So many creature types. Yeah. So let's say, let's see, you got that guy. He's a wizard. You have Void Mage Prodigy, we mentioned. You've got Vidalcan Aether Mage. You've got uh, some of the stuff like Sage's Dowsing, and there's a piece of equipment from Morningtide that I can't think of the name of it. So you have like the outlines of just like a few things that make wizards relevant in modern. Not a ton, but you at least have a few. What would it take, do you think? Do you think it's one card away from being a, a type that you could focus on? Because you do have you do have the, the tutor, which like has flash, and if you're talking about, if you had like wizard lords, then you at least would have like a beater that could get plussed up. How many cards away from wizards being a thing in modern do you think we are? I think we'd need a look at like the two lords decks that are based on lords in modern that do well elves and merfolk uh both merfolk has two plus lords two of which are two mana and elves and give them basically unblockable and elves has lords that combo by making a ton of mana so you would need some lord effects I mean, and uh, the uh, your favorite card definitely does this, and so if we have a redundant wizard effect that triggers off of wizards, then maybe there's something to do there, something powerful. Yeah, I do think it's interesting you make the point. 
Yeah, you make the point that uh, in Merfolk you have eight copies of a two mana lord, right? So by pound for pound, Merfolk has the best the best lords in modern because you have eight two mana lords. They're good, uh, and then you have all the options at three mana. Elves has something kind of similar. They don't have obviously the two mana lord. That's a Merfolk thing, but they do have three mana lords. I guess for a tribal type in modern to be relevant, you need to have some redundancy of two and three mana lords that are that are notable. Well, elves a the lords that they have do something different than just lording around. Like elves backup plan is attacking you. Elves frontline plan is getting an elvish archdruid that makes a ton of mana and then using that mana to combo off. Um, but on top of that, elves also has a bunch of one drops that make all of their three mana lords into two mana lords because you get them on turn two. So like the point is, you need to be able to get multiple lords on turn two consistently. Guys, what do you think? Can can wizards be a thing in modern? Let us know. Call in with your thoughts here. It's 10 Minutes of Modern on Anchor. Favorite the station if you like what you're hearing, and we'll talk to you. What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Sitting here with the co-host, the founder of the podcast, yeah. Alex Kessler. We're chatting. You brought the woo back. You brought the woo back. It comes back sometimes. We're, we're uh, floating dangerously close to three years of the MMCast here, guys. I'm, Literally next week. Next week is our three-year anniversary. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, a couple months behind that because I came episode eight or episode seven or something. But uh, we're just getting close to that, guys. And so... Alex and I are about to have a conversation on the episode we're about to record, which you guys are going to have in your hands tomorrow. Uh, and the question on that episode are what are the top eight cards on the ban list that should never come off? And we're ranking them. We're battling them out. That's what the episode's going to be about. You guys can go hear a full discussion about that. Um, I should remind everybody listening to this. This is 10 Minutes of Modern, the official anchor station of the Masters of Modern podcast. Um, also on tomorrow's episode of the MMCast, which you guys can download on the iTunes store, uh, is... Our preview card. We have a preview card for the brand new set, guys. For Ixalan, we are spoiling something awesome. You guys should all be very excited about it. So go check that out. The full spoiler, the whole conversation about it, everything to do with it. It's all going to be available tomorrow on the episode. should go up in the morning. It's like Christmas. Two episodes of the MM cast in one week because yeah. we missed a week. Uh, so what, what, what if, if you, right now, just a spoiler, what card was in your, what missed the cut? What was Just barely. What was like nine? Uh, I think nine, like... I'm going to be honest, Jace the Mind Sculptor didn't make my list. Okay. Uh, mine was Chrome Mox. Oh, yeah. That was literally my ninth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. Okay, cool. I wonder if we have the exact same reasoning on it. We can just talk about it now. Yeah, yeah. My reasoning was just that because of Opal and Spirit Guide, I'm just like, I don't really know how much better it makes all the other decks in the format that can't already use those cards. I guess it's a little bit better, but like, I don't think it pushes the format into a crazy direction. I think it, there's just more egregious things ahead of it. And like, yeah, as you said, Simeon Spirit Guide is legal, so it's obviously got, would be really good, and there are things it would do that are really bad, powerful, but there's just more powerful and engines that I feel like are more dangerous. Yeah, I mean, Simi Spirit Guide puts you down a card, so does Chrome Mox. Mox Opal doesn't. Like, it. bottom line, like you, you have to exile a card to use your Chrome Mox, and then your Chrome Mox can get blown up because people pack a lot of artifact hate. So, um, yep, the, I agree. the question I wanted to ask on this little preview, and this will just be a little preview of the conversation we're going to have, is do you think a card coming off the banned list is more dangerous because it makes one deck overpowered, or do you think a card coming off the banned list is more powerful because of the overall effect on the format? So the example there being Chrome Mox would have an overall effect on the format, but a card specifically that got banned out of a deck like Second Sunrise would just make the Second Sunrise deck a thing again, which would be a huge problem. What's more dangerous? Did you listen to the question? Yeah, I did. Uh, I would say 
Second, Sunrise is a bigger problem. So the, the, the effect on a single deck dominating the format because of an unbanning is more important than one card warping the format around every deck having some access to that card. I, I think the problem with Second Sunrise isn't necessarily makes one deck too powerful, it just makes it so no GP will ever happen again. Well, but I was just asking that the, uh, conceptually, is, is one card making one deck too strong or one card coming off and warping the entire balance of the format? What's worse? What's more destructive? Uh, the, the previous, the one card coming off and making one deck too strong. So that is the second side. Because the, the, basically you run into a situation where only one deck is playable, and so everyone either has to play the deck or play against that deck, and that sucks, versus a card warping a format still lets multiple different decks exist. Like Treasure Cruise Standard, or Modern, had multiple viable strategies, it's just they... Like, it was kind of hostile and toxic, versus Eldrazi Winter, which was literally there was one deck, and if you didn't play it, you were wrong. Right. Fair enough. All right, guys, that is the preview of the discussion we are going to have on the show. The full discussion available on the episode of the MMCast. As always, guys, please favorite this station if you like what you're hearing. A lot of you guys were asking about old episodes of 10 Minutes of Modern being available, and I have started going in and making them available as podcast episodes, which you can find on the app, Anchor.fm, free app, download it, find the, find the station, or you can download those episodes as short podcasts on the iTunes store. Either way, uh, you guys can find old episodes, the Chapin interview, the Corey interview, uh, a couple different ones that I've done in the last few weeks are now up, and I'm going to keep putting up three or four a day, plus archiving my daily content to become its own show. So if you guys are looking for those old links and they don't work for you, go ahead and just download the app and you'll find a full list of archived content. Uh, that should fix all the problems and everybody being upset that they couldn't find old links. So thanks for listening, guys. And as always, stay tuned and you're going to hear our spoiler and a whole discussion about, you know, modern and the ban list and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Make sure to make sure to pay attention next tomorrow. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.